Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to another exciting episode of Whatever In today's episode, we've got some stories to talk about. In case you aren't subscribed, you definitely should do so. Subscribe down there, hit the bell to get all notifications. That way you'll always be notified and get the Forever news. I got all the scoop. Definitely subscribe, hit that bell, and enjoy. Okay, people, for starters, we got a brand new teaser trailer for the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film. We're going to be talking about that one and taking a look. We got seemingly the return of Anime Expo in physical form. Yes, it seems as though potentially next year there will be the return of the biggest convention in the west for anime and manga we'll talk about that one we got an update for the promised neverland creators and their short stories book just a little bit of insight into what's going to be going on with that one little more updates on the one piece space collaboration i still can't even believe it one piece has gotten that big that they're using it to collaborate and promote space travel and shit like bananas we got a couple of pieces of my hero academia news including my hero getting the cover of jump but also something that they're doing regarding the upcoming film and the popularity poll that I don't know how I feel about it to be honest with you it feels a little bit like they really want to sell this film and maybe projections aren't as great as they would like it to be but we'll talk about all that in a bit little update on Blood Blockade manga Sakamoto Days and Witch Watch two more newer series in Shonen Jump that are actually thriving more than we originally thought we'll talk about that creator of Tokyo Ghoul and now Superhuman X aka Chojin X Sui Ishida and a really really awesome piece of art he did for another series it seems that those two Ishida's having fun drawing works for other people's stuff which is kind of cool we got a little update for Dragon Ball Super and something that they're doing here in the West in particular from Viz Media regarding popularity polls so we'll talk about that an update regarding the big bleach chapter that is supposed to be coming next week that is 70 something pages well we got some insight into it and i'm excited to talk about it we got a couple of pieces of demon slayer news one of which is basically about a collaboration with sports and we'll talk about it but one of them is very very concerning and to be honest with you it's uh yeah we're, we're gonna talk about it because it's looking like season two is going to be um I don't want to say disappointing, but we'll talk about it when we get to the story. Because, yeah, I'm a little bit mixed on this one. We got an update on Psycho Jump and something that Shueisha is doing with that magazine in particular. Updates on the World Trigger anime. Kind of cool there. And the final week of sales for the July Shonen Jump volumes. And kind of an update on Black Clover. The trajectory of the sales of the manga now that the anime has wrapped up. So we're going to be taking a look at that. And, yeah, people, those are the stories we have for today's episode. Without further ado, let's jump into another exciting episode of the only news source that provides anything and everything anime and manga related and we don't bore you we get into it let's do it
Okay, people, so first up on the docket, yesterday we got a brand new teaser trailer for the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film, and I'm not even gonna lie, just taking a few peeks at it, I was very, very impressed already off the visuals alone, because in the trailer is basically showcasing Yuta and Rika, that's the only spoilers I'll give, don't worry, just some names, and Yuta, he's been referenced already in Jujutsu Kaisen, the original anime and whatnot, and you're probably thinking like, yo, what's going on here? These are going to be basically two of the main characters to a certain degree of the upcoming Jujutsu Kaisen Zero film which I'm very very interested to see how people are going to react to this especially people that don't know about Jujutsu Kaisen Zero the source material they're gonna go in there looking for Yuji and be like who the fuck is this but fam the voice fits very well the art and animation the 360 camera angle that they did I was very very impressed so I'm sorry for those fans go read Jujutsu Kaisen Zero if you want a little bit of insight or go look a little bit of it up but this is looking straight gas we got a article here courtesy of anime news network let's take a look jujutsu kaisen zero anime films teaser reveals megumi ogata as main lead yuta okotsu the official website for the geki joban jujutsu kaisen zero movie announced on friday that megumi ogata shinji and neon genesis evangelion sailor uranus and sailor moon and kurama and Yu Yu Hakusho will voice the main character Yuta Okotsu. The website streamed the teaser trailer and it previews Yuta's voice. And oh, yo, you got you got some legendary roles under your belt. You was in Sailor Moon, Neon Genesis Evangelion, and now oh, and and of course Yu Yu Hakusho. Whoa, yeah, that's my favorite out of all. Of, let's relax here, Fnev. Don't don't jump over the, the the bridge there. Now this is interesting because if they're using a legendary voice actor like that, I'm guessing that they really want to put Jujutsu Kaisen in that category in terms of like being a classic a legend and to be honest with you based on everything that i've seen and read of jujutsu kaisen thus far i have no doubt in my mind that it's going to go down as like a hunter hunter type of series a yu yu haka show that is going to be remembered and revered as a great for the you know the test of time like this is going to be a big one for a long time to come i mean it's already doing sales wise and again i know you're probably thinking like yo Fineb, it's just a voice actor relax i won't relax i love jujutsu kaisen this trailer looks amazing yuto kotsu let's freaking go jujutsu kaisen zero please Please, please bring that shit to the West ASAP. If it's coming out in Christmas Eve over there in Japan, can we get it January, February? My birthday is early March. Can we get it for my birthday at least? Like, come on. I want it so freaking bad. But yeah, really awesome little trailer. Can't freaking wait. Okay, next up, people, a big update regarding Anime Expo and its physical return. Again, we're going to read the article and we'll talk some more, but I got something to say about this one, but we'll talk. Anime Expo returns to Los Angeles as physical event on July 1st through the 4th in 2022. The staff of Anime Expo announced on Wednesday that the event will return as an in-person convention at the Los Angeles Convention Center on July 1st through the 4th of 2022. The Society for the Promotion of Japanese Animation hosted the Anime Expo Light 2021 virtual event in place of an in-person anime expo convention this year anime expo light 2021 was held on july 3rd through the 4th from 12 p.m to 8 p.m pdt each day tickets to the event cost five dollars with all the proceeds going to the hate is a virus community action fund but i'll be honest with you there's a huge possibility that we're getting this announcement now but we might not even get it like just if you take a look around the world you hear what's been going on how they're talking about in december we could potentially be getting another wave of the virus and stuff like that that's going to basically shut shit down like there's a possibility that they could be ramping this up and it not happening and at this point because of them missing 2020 and 2021 they only did that digital event there's a possibility that anime expo could go under like this could be the end of anime expo if they don't do this anime expo because of x y and z let's just say once again we're at another shutdown 
by summer of 2022 this could be the end of anime expo so i really really hope that everything goes accordingly the world doesn't shut down once again and we can get this going because if not this is the biggest convention in the West for anime and manga. And if this doesn't happen, the amount of money that they're going to lose and revenue and shit like that, it's going to be disastrous. So hopefully it goes according to plan. I would love, I'm not even going to lie, because I haven't been to a convention in a while with everything going on and just in general, even before, you know, the pandemic and stuff, I ain't really been in conventions and shit. I would love to go to this, but it's going to be one of those things where time will tell. Time will tell if it'll be safe and whatever the case may be, whatever you want to call that. I don't want to get too political in this shit, but yeah, Anime Expo might be returning next summer, depending, because even though they announced this again, if they decide to, you know, oh, uh, no gatherings and all that other jazz, like, you know, capacity and all that other shit that they've been doing, we might not be able to go. And again, that could be disastrous for Anime Expo moving forward, but we got to wait and see. But so far, as it stands right now, Anime Expo will be resuming in person July 1st through the 4th next year and i want to go <laughs> i want to go maybe by then some projects that i've been working on for a while now might be out and we'll be promoting them so we'll see we'll see i, I want to be positive about this anime expo let's go let's do this although i heard DreamCon was really lit i gotta get to that one next year like i heard a lot of great things about DreamCon, but that's a side note let's move on moving forward we got an update on the promised neverland creators a work that they've been working on and just in general a little bit of stuff here so let's read the upcoming kaiu shidai x demizu post a short stories volume scheduled to be released on September 3rd will include the Promised Neverland's epilogue Dream Come True revealed in Neverland's exhibition along with many other published and non-published works so here's what i'm imagining i'm imagining a lot of the one shots that we got from these two like just in general i want to say there was recently another one that they did if i'm not mistaken they're probably going to all be compiled into this one and it's probably to be honest with you in my opinion again I'm, i don't know what their contracts are looking like but probably contractually they still had some stuff that they had to deliver and this is all going to be a part of it maybe they had to deliver another promised neverland volume and because they you know finished the series beforehand probably this is a part of their contract and what they had to do or they signed another little contract for like one or two volumes of material that they got to release whatever the case may be i'm guessing that's what it is but also an extra promise neverland chapter that was exclusive to an exhibition they had over there is going to be available in this one so i'm imagining sometime september we'll have you know that translated over here and we'll get to read it and i'm excited for a little bit more promise neverland because it seems like whatever for whatever it is a lot of those one shots were so freaking good and better than a good majority of the chapters that the promise neverland had for like the last year or two of its run like all of these one shots i'm like oh god this is so good this is the chrome backstory oh my god this with ray oh my god like there was so many great one shots i i don't know why they, like the one shots are so great and the last couple of years of promise neverland was like all right some great moments here or there but it was it was all right here and there but yeah uh new short story is gonna have some promise neverland that you have not read yet unless you went to the exhibition and i highly doubt you did <laughs> let's move on an update on the one piece international space station thingamajig according to this it says the one piece and international space station collaboration will soon open a website in which thanks to augmented reality will let people see the thousand sunny heading to the station the whole project is scheduled to start on august 2nd so it seems like that's gonna be kind of fun <laughs> I don't see it being like the most big deal in the world but that actually sounds kind of cool and it, like hey if i'm around there or you're around in the area to be able to check that out like imagine seeing the thousand sunny with some like 
augmented reality type of shit like oculus rift or whatever the case like i don't know sounds kind of dope i wish i could experience that but when they do things like this they usually are testing things as well like down the road once you know augmented reality becomes more of a norm and people are more so playing it than ever and shit like that these are things that okay this is what the audience like this is what they didn't like so they'll probably use that data for future things but yeah one piece i still can't even believe collaborating with international space station and shit like bananas okay next up two pieces of my hero academia news for starters just holy cow i really like the upcoming issue of jump i want to say it's issue number 35 from 2021 it has on the cover deku looking awesome in his movie costume because y'all know they are pushing this movie through the roof and it kind of makes me wonder when they're putting that much muscle into promoting a film it's a couple of different things is one maybe they have some really high expectations and they want to make sure that you know it meets those expectations or two the projections for this film are Aren't looking great and they want to make sure that they push it forward so that's why they're doing it. which i don't know if that would be the case just because i want to say like the rankings for the latest season of my hero academia has been top 10 every single week despite the fact that in the west we have been like yo get this class a class b out of here we don't want to see that it's boring all of that jazz the japanese people over there they've been really having a good time with it the ratings have been amazing for the anime so i don't know if necessarily they're worried about sales but they are putting a lot of muscle behind it because then the next story is somewhat related and it kind of makes me feel a little bit like eh, i don't like this one no according to this it says participants will be able to vote in my hero academia's seventh popularity poll by physical votes only with tickets in the upcoming volume 31 or buying weekly shonen jump issue number 35 so basically if you don't buy the latest issue of jump you basically either have to have bought in the latest volume or the latest issue of jump which both of them are promoting the film so they really want you to go watch that film and also i don't like the fact that they're taking away like why are y'all gonna have us like you could vote on all sorts of different series and weekly shonen jump and even in v jump and all this stuff where we could vote online but then in select series randomly it's like oh no no, no. but this series y'all can't vote it worldwide we're just doing this in japan with the local magazines it's kind of like uh I, I don't know kind of makes it seem more like a ploy to just push things and, and push whatever they got going which is understandable as a business at the end of the day but makes us feel a little bit exclusive like i want to vote for a character you know what i'm saying i want to vote for one of my favorites in my hero academia why can't i just because i'm not over there god damn it but either way a bunch of my hero academia stuff they really want this movie to go forward not to mention all the stuff the in canon filler and shit that they've been adding in the anime to promote it like they want this film to boom next up just a small update on a series called blood blockade battlefront which i remember that being a very big deal when the anime came out i might even own some of the anime that came out but it says blood blockade battlefront series by yasuhiro naito has six million copies including the sequel in circulation so shout out to that one again i want to say that the anime was like highly regarded because it had really awesome art and animation and either way six million copies sold not a small feat by any means especially i'm sure this wasn't in like shonen jump or anything like that well it says jump comic so it might have been a shueisha release i'm not sure on that one maybe it was like one of the seinen magazines that they have out but either way shout out to blood blockade okay next up people a couple of newbies in shonen jump are actually doing quite well like one of them in particular i really want to see when because i've been enjoying what i've read of it thus far the other one 
not so much just because I'm not familiar with it, but according to this, it said Sakamoto Days and Witch Watch are respectively the 8th and 16th best-selling volume ones in Japan's 2021 second quarter from April to June, which is extraordinarily good. Now, I'm not sure how many volume ones of anything were released in that time frame or whatever, but that is really, really good. Like, that is just showcasing, especially for Sakamoto Days. Witch Watch 16th, that's still good because, like, yo, you're in the top of there. But Sakamoto Days being the top 10, number 8 in particular, of the best-selling volume ones, that is good. That is good news. That means that it's moving along, and I want to see Sakamoto Days wins. Like, th that's one of the newer titles in Shonen Jump that is interesting. It's doing things different. Sakamoto himself is a little bit older, but it's still in Jump. So, I like it. I like what they got going on there, and I'm happy to say that, yo, top 10 right there. That's, that's good. It doesn't sell amazingly, but that also must mean that a lot of volume ones aren't selling amazingly either if one of the top 10s is doing what Sakamoto does numbers-wise, which, again, they're not garbage numbers by any means, but they're not, like, huge explosive, like, where Marshall is at at this point, for example. And I only bring up Marshall because that's another newer title in Shonen Jump, a little bit further ahead than Sakamoto Days, but Marshall is doing, like, 90,000 first week and shit like that. Sakamoto Days is doing, like, 15... 20 around that range so we gotta step it up a little bit but these are these are great numbers for both of them especially again sakamoto days and i love to see it i like sakamoto days moving forward this one is really really awesome the creator of tokyo ghoul and now chojin x sui ishida uh recently did some fan art which he's done some in the past i forget which one it was that we covered on here but he's done some fan art of other series in the past and i want to say it was attack on titan he did recently some fan art of mikey from tokyo or Avengers and oh my god Suishida you could tell he spent so much time on this too like in between which he's you know been kind of not consistently on a, on a schedule but he's been consistently releasing Chojin X chapters there's like four of them now and I just like the other day felt like it just came out with the first one but he did this art of Mikey and it looks phenomenal like the art the, the colors just everything like Suishida incredible art and yeah shout outs to him doing this uh, of Mikey from Tokyo Revengers he must be enjoying Tokyo Revengers as much as we are over here because that shit is gas and Suishida legend for this one this is awesome this right here looks amazing shout outs to Suishida and yeah I need to get back on uh, Chojin X see what's been going on I haven't read it since the first chapter and I liked for the most part what the first chapter had to offer so yeah maybe I'll do a catch-up video at some given point talking about it because Chojin X seems like it could be something and Suishida he already proved himself for Tokyo Ghoul that he can write a monstrously awesome interesting and just in general deep story like Tokyo Ghoul and while we are on the topic of talking a little bit Tokyo Revengers according to this it says there will be an opportunity to ask Tokyo Revengers creator Ken Wakui questions in an upcoming fan Q&A by Kodansha Manga which oh my god I wish I could ask him a couple questions I got a few questions for you fam like um how is this all gonna end like oh my god why is it that a certain character keeps having a certain fate like there there's a lot of questions I gotta ask but either way Ken Wakui blowing the hell up you know a year ago they was not asking him shit and there's no disrespect because the manga has been heat for a long time obviously if we're just adapting the stuff in the anime now but that just goes to show the power the true power of a really good and awesome adaptation or just in general getting an anime putting your material your story in the forefront of people the fact that like he's doing these q a's now and shit like that like shout outs to ken wakui every time we talk about the weekly shonen magazine author comments i always cover him and yeah man tokyo revengers this is i say it every week every time we do a forever news i don't care it's having one hell of a run 2021 you could argue that is like a top three top five of most surprising but biggest series 
is out having its moment. And I read somewhere as well that potentially Tokyo Revengers is like surpassing Jujutsu Kaisen in popularity. I mean, at the end of the day, Jujutsu Kaisen, you know, the author went on break. So let's relax. And the season just wrapped up this year, started last year. Technically, let's relax. Leave Jujutsu Kaisen alone. Let Tokyo Revengers have his moment. We don't want to get Gage. You know, Gage going to do something crazy. Don't, don't play with Jujutsu Kaisen. But shout out to Tokyo Revengers. Okay, next up, people. According to this, it said on 728 at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, it was the last chance to vote in the Dragon Ball Super manga character popularity poll. And the poll was closing soon. This was from the Shonen Jump in the West. So basically, anybody could vote on it. And I immediately clicked and I immediately voted Vegeta. I don't give a fuck. Don't play with me right now. But yeah, um, if it is available, I will link it down below. And I'm kind of curious if you could vote in a Dragon Ball Super, which I don't think I've ever voted in a Dragon Ball Super character popularity poll that I can remember. Unless it was like, I don't know, three or four years ago when Super is still popping with the anime. But who would you vote for? Who is your favorite right now? Who got you? I mean, there's not many being showcased, to be honest with you, in the manga. It's like, hey, Goku, Vegeta, uh, Granola, and... Um, yeah, I voted for Vegeta. Like, yeah, Vegeta all day, fam. Let's go, Vegeta! Unless we see something new with that upcoming film, which I'm still, like, I'm so worried about the future of Dragon Ball CG, no. Okay, people, so breaking news. As I was editing this episode of Forever News, the results actually came in for this Dragon Ball Super Popularity poll. So, unfortunately, while I just barely made it to vote, um, it seems as though the poll is now over, but we got the results, so we're gonna be taking a look at the results of this popularity poll of Dragon Ball Super. For starters, number 25, Oil. 24, Gas, which already these are characters from the latest arc, the Granola the Survivor arc, so keep that in mind in case you're not caught up with things. Again, Oil, 25, Gas, 24, Elect, 23. Who the hell voted for all these characters? Like, they're brand new and we're barely seeing anything of them. 22, Maki, like what? 21, OG73. Okay, OG73 was also included in the last arc, the Moral arc, but he was still somewhat a part of the Granola the Survivor arc. And just in general, who the hell voted for all four of those? Like, that kind of makes me look at a little bit suspicious. I don't know. Uh, 20, Future Mai. Okay, so we still got remnants of fandom from the Goku Black arc voting in. Okay, okay. Uh, 19, Jocko. Eh, I don't know if I would have put Jock. Oh, God, 18, the Oracle Fish. Okay, <laughs> I mean, hey, if the Oracle Fish made it, then sure, Jocko should be on here. But why the hell is the Oracle Fish? Who, what? Uh, 17, Bulma. Yeah, absolutely. In fact, I probably would have put Bulma a smidge higher. But shout outs to Bulma. Um, yeah, I think the new movie is probably going to focus in more on her and some of these characters. 16, Kaba. Hells yeah, dope. I probably, and I don't know if they are on the rest of the list, but considering there's a lot of fandom from different arcs in here based on, you know, us seeing future Mai and Maki and Oil and all of them, like different arcs and whatnot, I probably would have... Khalifa or uh, Khalifa is that how you say your name or Kale probably Khalifa more so than Kaba but maybe that's just me uh 15 Chi Chi no no <laughs> why um okay 14 Zamas or Zamasu however the heck you pronounce his name um that's interesting again like people from the Goku Black Arc really showed up for this one we got two already uh number 13 Android number 18 okay I, I might have even put her in top 10 to be honest with you because she's yo when it when it comes to top tier females in Dragon Ball you cannot exclude 18 and yeah she deserves to be on here uh number 12 Moro okay uh from the last arc the moral arc that's crazy because then number 11 is granola so the two latest villains from the two latest arcs of dragon ball super are 11 and 12 not even top 10 
very, very telling, to be honest with you. I do think that a lot of people that are fans of the Dragon Ball Super anime, but not necessarily the manga, possibly voted here. That's just my suspicion already based on those top, or the, you know, 11 through 20. Now we're at top 10. Uh, number 10, Kudidin, a.k.a. Krillin. What has Krillin done lately? <laughs> like, shout out to Krillin, but I don't know if I would have put him in top 10. Number 9, Frieza. That is... That, that's part for the course to be honest with you uh, keeping it real actually like considering the last two arcs of the manga haven't had any whispers or anything of frieza i'm kind of shocked like what's going on with frieza they must have something big planned for him whether it be the movie or the future arcs or whatever the case may be but yeah frieza top 10 that's to be expected number eight uh, one of the goats of the Tournament of Power, Android 17. That's crazy because he was only featured in one arc in Dragon Ball Super. And that was enough to get him in the 8th slot. So shout outs to 17. And he did his damn thing in the Tournament of Power. He was one of the goats. Uh, number 7, Whis. Okay, number 6, Beerus. To be honest with you, 7 Whis, 6 Beerus. You gotta have them first of all. And any Dragon Ball Super Top 10, you gotta have them because there is no Dragon Ball Super without the two of them. Those are the two reminders that this is Dragon Ball Super and not a continuation of just straight up Z or anything like that. So you gotta have them. I would have Beerus Top 5, just being honest with you. Beerus should be Top 5. Whis, okay, 7. Oddly enough, that's very suspicious that the Angel landed at number 7 and the God of Destruction landed at number six i hope there was no rigging involved here i don't know i'm just saying uh top five future trunks absolutely like I, I guess again like i said probably remnants of the fandom of the anime not necessarily the manga but the anime are voting because again goku black arc was ages ago so the fact that people are still coming out because again number four uh, five future trunks for goku black that's telling that also showcases just the impact that those arcs had on the entirety of dragon ball super and to be honest with you i'm not surprised in terms of that either because those are like in particular future trunks showing up again that was one of the most biggest things since i've been talking about anime on youtube in the last over a decade at this point 10 years because yeah that was a big part of my childhood future trunks was one of the most coolest guys ever in, in freaking anime when i was a kid so to see him return and then with the goku black mystery and everything like that really hit like the ending you can say whatever you want about it but the mystery suspense and everything was amazing so shout outs to both of them now we're at top three though and I, yo, <laughs> i'm laughing because this fandom is relentless despite the fact that toei animation has shat on them time and time again and i'm a part of the fandom i didn't vote for him but i'm a part of the fandom gohan number three <laughs> maybe we'll get something in the dragon ball super superhero film with him because yeah i mean he did a little bit in the tournament of power i guess i, I wish he would add more uh, of a pivotal point in the end of it but shout outs to gohan and the gohan fandom number two and one this again feels more like the fandom speaking than just like toei or funimation or anybody uh you know just telling us what it should be because number two goku number one vegeta vegeta fans are very strong and i voted for vegeta so hands down we got the w big shout outs to us and yeah i don't know even if this was somewhat let's just say rigged per se by like the people behind shonen jump and viz and all that jazz i think they did a good job for the most part maybe minus like i don't know about krillin top 10 but in terms of as a whole dragon ball super from battle of gods arc to the resurrection f to universe 6 everything tournament of power goku black all of that jazz i do think that this is pretty much accurate of where i would put the characters so again shout outs to that and for the most part i'm always the type of guy that's like oh maybe this was wrong this was wrong i hate this list this was a pretty damn good list so whether it be the fans or a little bit of both 
I agree with this list. Shoutouts to it and shoutouts to Dragon Ball Super. Can't wait to see the next time we get a character popularity poll, see where everybody lands because Granola and Moro, two latest ones, and they're not even top 10. Very telling. Either way, Dragon Ball Super character popularity poll. Okay, people, next up, an advert was released in the latest issue of Weekly Shonen Jump promoting the upcoming long chapter of Bleach that we're supposed to be getting in the next issue that is supposed to be like 70-something pages long. And on it, it had an image of... Ichigo as an adult so this more than likely is confirming that the upcoming Bleach chapter is going to take place after the events at the end of Bleach chapter 686 as Ichigo as a parent and it seems as though they changed his hair a little bit which is kind of cool but in general that is really really awesome that it's not going to be like a prequel thing I mean you never know what they could do with it in terms of like have some stuff be prequel or whatever but more than likely this is going to take place after and again I'm guessing it's going to have Ichigo and Rukia and Orihime and Renji and all of them probably with their children again on some like I don't want to say Boruto-esque thing but something like that with the children and stuff like that and boy this is going to be exciting I'm looking forward to this very very heavy this looks cool Ichigo's character design looks dope again seems like Kubo slightly changed his hair a little bit and either way I can't freaking wait <laughs> like let's freaking go it's kind of crazy to think how like it was a few years ago all hope was lost like everybody was screaming yo Bleach is over it's a wrap for Bleach and here we are a new chapter coming in new anime and that's the really interesting thing about life things can change you know what i'm saying like it is what it is and bleach is back let's do it i'm wondering though like because now that we've seen this and we're getting a little more insight into this upcoming chapter i'm wondering if this could be a springboard for a big return of bleach like we know that kubo is still doing burn the witch and it's supposed to be a seasonal thing and last time he spoke on burn the witch he was like eh, yeah you know don't don't expect it anytime soon the next you know part to it or whatnot it would be really awesome if they did something with bleach where kubo all kubo has to do is like either write it or draw it and somebody else does it and put it in V Jump. Put it with Boruto and Dragon Ball Super as like these iconic series. You know how much more people will support and how many volumes it would sell along with those? Like it would be huge. It would be great. A lot of people would really like it. So hey, uh, Jump, I want to make a few extra millies. Put some bleach and, you know, make a little bleach spinoff and shit. Have Kubo just write it even because that's probably easier for him at this point because, you know, his health conditions and whatnot. We always got to keep that in mind. The author's health is above everything else. Just have him write some shit. Like write, hey, each Ichigo's son and Ichigo, because that's who we signed up for Bleach. Uh, you know, they do shit together. But either way, expect adult Ichigo in that upcoming Bleach 70-something page chapter. I'm excited. Okay, people, we got two pieces of Demon Slayer news. One of which I'm going to more so put on a rumor pile, but it's pretty much for the most part substantiated the other one let's just talk about it quickly it says Kimetsu no Yaiba will be collaborating with all the 105 teams that belong to three major Japanese sports leagues including the Nippon Professional Baseball League NPB the J League and the B League League hey so they basically you know they're expanding Demon Slayer they're using it to promote shit all of that jazz cool stuff Demon Slayer is humongous over there it's gonna help whatever business that it associates itself with so shout outs to that the second piece of news got me worried because I've been seeing it floating around that, for starters, Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to be two core, which I'm not sure if it's going to be a split core or an ongoing core of just straight up 24 episodes straight, or it's going to take a break and then do the other 12 after the first 12. I don't know how that's going to go, but it's definitely two core, 24 episodes, dope stuff there. However, however, this gets me worried. This right here got me like, oh no, oh no. It could be great. We've seen, they've done something like this with Boruto. They've done something like this with Dragon Ball Super because word is circulating that 
the first handful or so of episodes of Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to basically be a recap, a remake of the film, The Mugen Train. So basically we went and we, you know, promoted and cheered on The Mugen Train for nothing because they were going to put it in the anime anyway. Because first of all, like I said, it says that it's listed for two cores, which is again 24 episodes, 12 episodes apiece. But then also the rumor again is that apparently Demon Slayer Season 2 is going to be the train arc for the first, which they said 12, but then I looked into it, is more like about six. So about like five to eight episodes somewhere around there in that ballpark of Demon Slayer Season 2 is, again, we're going to still, I want to stick to rumored, is rumored to be the Mugen Train remake. How do you feel about that? If it's, let's just say, top-notch art, animation, all of that jazz, it adds extra pieces that the, you know, movie had to leave out for time constraints and things like that. Are you down for it? I'll be honest with you. I don't know. I don't know, man. Like, if there's some little extra bits that are important that they add, or Koyoharu Gotoge made them add something extra that's really important, or whatever the case may be, then maybe, but like, oh, that's not the way I want to start, and I get it too. The Mugen Train film is the most successful film in all of Japanese history, so why not milk it with, let's remake it for the TV anime to get people to rewatch it on TV, and the people that missed out on it and can't afford it can watch it on TV. I get that part, but damn, everyone and their mother watched the Mugen Train film. People that don't even know shit about Demon Slayer watched the Mugen Train film. To start off season two, like the first, again, five to eight episodes, somewhere in that ballpark of remaking the Mugen Train film, it's how I felt with Dragon Ball Super starting its anime redoing the Battle of Gods film. It's how I felt, even though they nailed it and did a better job, to be honest with you, with Boruto remaking the Boruto Naruto the movie stuff for the anime. It's still nobody wants to retrudge, retread through content that they already experienced. Like, uh, so I'm, I'm kind of split on that. I mean, the two cores is good. 24 episodes. Yay! Ufotable's going to rock it out. But really... Mugen Train again. I guess we gotta wait and see. I don't know. Let me know how you feel about that. Are you going to re-watch the Demon Slayer Mugen Train film via the anime, assuming again these rumors are substantiated and legit, and the first five or eight episodes of it is going to be Mugen Train stuff? Like, why? Why? Like, now that I think about it, hold up. Hopefully, again, these rumors are false because the big promo and everything we've seen is about the Red Light District stuff, so if they're gonna redo that, that would kind of feel like they just kind of bamboozled everybody. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. I hope this shit is false. I hope this is not real because ugh. okay people next up it seems like shueisha really wants to push this psycho jump magazine according to this it says shueisha's magazine psycho jump will get a digital edition from issue 9 basically september's issue out august 4th digital edition will be out the same day as the paper edition so basically the cover where we talked about it looked like you know demon sayers replacing naruto and shit with luffy and goku on the cover yeah they're, they're gonna be doing digital which they really want and i'm guessing it's because they're putting like a new quote-unquote demon sayer manga in that Psycho Jump which by the way in case you don't know that Demon Slayer manga is just like a gag series of them being in school nothing that you're missing out if you're just wanting to stick with what's been going on with the story of Demon Slayer do not worry it's a comedy stuff but um, they know that people are going to flock to it, and it looks like they're putting a lot of muscle behind this one. Like, they ended the Boruto SD stuff, but they still got, I want to say, what is it, uh, Dragon Ball Heroes is in there. And then they got, I think I want to say, a One Piece class, like like them in school type of gag series. And now with the Demon Slayer one, they want to promote it very heavy, and they know if they put it out as digital as well, there's going to be people that are going to buy, especially in Japan, physical and digital. They are trying to get as much money as they can out of the Psycho Jump situation. It's going to be interesting to see. Like, if it doesn't 
sell. Like if this, hey, we got Demon Slayer and it doesn't help Saikyo jump to pop, uh, Shueisha is going to be looking a little bit silly right there because they're, they're putting a lot behind this. Next up, World Trigger fans. I got a little bit of information for you regarding the anime. New important information for World Trigger Season 3 will be revealed on August 15th so if you're a big fan of the world trigger anime which i've heard that it gets a lot better like i started watching world trigger earlier this year to be honest like i had checked out like a first episode or two like years ago when it first dropped but like recently this year i want to say i marathoned i don't know about 15 episodes and i was having fun with it it just feels like a cool little shonen like there was a lot of interesting things i liked about the main character his backstory with his parents or parent whatever like i, I had a good time with it for the most part for what i did watch so i might get back into it at some given point but if you're a big fan and especially i've heard like season two was amazing season three will be getting info on august 15th so expect it and be excited because yeah i heard the world trigger anime just gets better and better especially after that first season with season two they really put in a lot of work for the art and animation and in general made it really hype okay people and lastly we got the final week sales for the volumes that were released in july from shonen jump including black clover's latest volume i want to say 29 if i'm not mistaken and unfortunately, according to this, it says no Oricon for the final week of July volumes, according to Shoseki estimates on this fourth week, which means that none of these volumes that were released in the beginning of July managed to sell enough to rank in the other categories. So basically, we got the sales, but they were so low compared to everything else that they didn't even rank. But Black Clover in its fourth week sold 15,732, bringing its total to 163,000 copies for Black Clover in these four weeks that it's been released uh then there's also the elusive samurai that sold another ninth at 91,000 elusive samurai yeah that's gonna be big undead unluck oh wow yeah that's crazy uh, elusive samurai is over double what undead or about double pretty much what undead unluck is doing yeah elusive samurai is out of here that's gonna be a big one as well that's crazy uh and then also yozaku the family with uh 3,000 more to 41,000 not bad phantom sierra 2,300 more 27,000 in total and then me and Roboco, Hardboiled, Cop and Dolphin, and A Gravity Boys, none of, and I Tell C have not ranked. Which me and Roboco being a title that is ongoing and not ranking at this point, being so low, like doing less than a canceled manga, I'm still gonna say it. Bad, bad choices. Something must have happened with Phantom Seer. Why it got canceled because it, it doesn't deserve it. But back to the Black Clover discussion. 163,654 copies for the latest volume in four weeks. I looked at a graph. It's a little bit outdated because it doesn't have the info for last volume 28. But up to volume 27, according to this, these sales charts, it showcases basically by week four what the numbers were looking like for majority of the volumes. And based on like going up to volume 25 it in its fourth week had a total of 163,000 copies with volume 25 so black clover for the most part because the other ones it, it didn't even like chart enough to really showcase for volumes 26 and 27 they were like at 135 basically it looks like black clover is going up to what it was doing about a couple of volumes ago it's like par for the course with black clover it's not doing better than it's ever done but it's not declining that's the good thing to say like 163,000 in four weeks in comparison to a lot of like the last two volumes in two to three weeks was at 130 uh 
thousand copies or whatever. So Black Clover is doing par for the course with like volume twenty five. Like it's doing better than even twenty four. So it's still not great numbers, not bad numbers. It's just what Black Clover has continued to do. It's like it has its fan base. They rock with it. We support it. We love it. We're gonna buy what we're gonna buy. But it's not really breaking into the mainstream. And this far in the game, three hundred chapters deep. It's probably not, but the fans are going to rock with it. Like, this is the final judgment I would say I have on whether or not Black Clover manga is exploding or anything like that. It's just doing good. It's, it's doing good. It's doing par for the course, but it's not dipping. It's not exploding. Um, the anime ending, kind of interestingly enough, didn't hurt it. It didn't really help it much. It helped it maybe a little bit, but it didn't hurt it at all. It's like, yeah, it is. <laughs> and yeah, people, those are the stories we have for today. I'm curious what you guys think. Jujutsu Kaisen Zero's preview. What do you think of that? Oh my God, I can't wait for that film. Uh, Anime Expo supposedly returning in person next year. Are you hyped for that? Are you going to go? You think it's actually going to happen? The Promised Neverland creator's short story book that is going to have some exclusive Promised Neverland chapter in there. Are you hyped for that? Uh, One Piece Space Station collab update. I still can't even believe it. One Piece is that big, huh? A uh, couple of pieces of my hero your thoughts on you basically need to buy the volume or the magazine in order to vote in the my hero academia popularity poll and also that cover for jump looks awesome blood blockade six milli crazy sakamoto days and witch watch doing great numbers for their first volumes in comparison to its uh, competitors sui shida's tokyo revengers are oh my god mikey uh tokyo revengers ask ken wakui q a if you could ask ken wakui creator of tokyo revengers one question what would it be uh the dragon ball super popularity poll who would you vote for? Who did you vote for? Uh, Bleach, the adult Ichigo in the upcoming chapter. I am so amped to see what the hell Kubo cooked up here. Uh, Demon Slayer, the collab with the sports teams, big stuff. But also, if season two is indeed going to start off like the first handful of episodes being a recap of Mugen Train, how do you feel about that? Psycho Jump Digital Edition, they really are going all out with that. World Trigger Season 3 info, you hype for that? Are you going to be watching? And the final sales week of the July volumes of Shonen jump your thoughts on black clover sales and all the other volumes is the elusive samurai manga up next and your thoughts on any of the stories we covered in today's episode but that's all i have for this one thanks for watching hope you enjoyed if you liked anything i had to say or enjoyed the video drop me a like i'd greatly appreciate it and if you want more from me make sure to subscribe follow me on twitter instagram hit that bell to get all notifications and if you want to follow any of my other social media links are in the description below i'm from the world and as always people have an awesome day and remember the golden rule anime and manga for life Bye. Have an awesome day. Peace in. And you guys just watched another episode of Whatever News. Have an awesome day. <laughs>